Welcome to the Pass the Mic Podcast, where we're elevating the voices of powerful women to inspire the next generation. I'm Jocelyn Hudak, Director of B2B Content and Digital Marketing at SXM Media. Today is a special edition of the Pass the Mic Podcast, a full one-on-one interview with Maria Weaver, President of WMX at Warner Music Group. At the helm of a new endeavor at Warner Music Group, Maria has really pushed the norm by taking time off to be a stay-at-home mom for four years, but then got right back into it, forging a path to get to where she is today. So, without further ado, here's Maria Weaver. Well, hello, and thank you for being here with us at our Past the Mic Lounge. Thank you for having me. I'm so happy to be here. Yeah, same. So just to get started, why don't you introduce yourself, um, name, title, and company? Sure. I'm Maria Weaver. I'm the president of WMX, which is Warner Music Experience at the Warner Music Group. No big deal. Um, So just tell us a little bit about your day-to-day. Like, what do you do? So WMX is a division that is the ancillary kind of areas of our artist businesses, if you will. Um, I like to think of what we do is at the intersection of content, commerce, building communities, and driving culture. And so my day-to-day can be anything from navigating a scenario with Uh, an artist manager for a tour, or it could be working with our media team on an advertising um, opportunity for a client, connecting them to our fans and our audiences. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's also a lot of time thinking about our numbers and and financials. And um, I don't don't know that uh, people tell you that on your way up that in some ways, uh, get further away from the creative and, and more, more administrative, more administrative. <laughs> like the amount of time spent doing budgets and putting exactly. together decks. It's exactly. Like, yeah. Exactly. Like, I just want to create content. Exactly. <laughs> but I know that that's not what people want to hear about my day to day. They're like, they don't want to hear that I spent two hours staring at a spreadsheet and, and analyzing our budgets. But, um, a good portion of our time is spent, you know, thinking yeah. about strategies and, and how we're going to grow. Um, WMX is, a fairly new endeavor for mm-hmm. Warner Music Group, and um, we have some lofty goals, and, and so we spend a lot of time thinking about how we're going to drive more value for our artists mm-hmm. and how we're going to drive more engagement with our fans and, you know, audiences, fans, consumers, whatever, we're people, right? Mm-hmm. We're trying to reach people, and, and it's harder, it's become harder and harder, right, mm-hmm. to find people to reach people because there's so many different ways for us all to consume content. Yeah. And we're very similar. Like, you know, at SiriusXM, like thinking the trifecta, like how do we get better content that engages listeners at, you know, on a deeper level so that advertisers are interested. And then like, like you That's know, exactly it's, it's just same. like constantly thinking about how these work together. And we're all thinking about it. Mm-hmm. So somewhere we'll hopefully get the answers. <laughs> yeah. Or it's constantly evolving too, you yeah. know, like podcasts yeah. have completely shifted That's right. that, you know, that thinking and that game and so it's just right. constantly shifting and being aware of that. Um, so tell me about how you got to where you are today, a little bit about your career journey. Oh, that's an interesting uh, question. Um, I, I, You know, I didn't have kind of a traditional 
uh, trajectory, if you will. I um, have spent most of my career in TV and film, and I'm a big TV and film mm. uh junkie, if you will. Um, but my career started in at a company called Rainbow Advertising on the ad sales side as a sales assistant, building decks and building stories for advertisers. And um, so not much different than what sales assistants do today. And along the way, um, I worked at Showtime and, and HBO and, and um, built my career mostly around trying to find gaps in organizations and trying to find gaps in what the organization was trying to do and how I could help fill a gap, truthfully. Mm-hmm. Um, and so my example of that would be um, when I created a, a, de- a department, if you will, at HBO called Segment Marketing. Um, we hadn't really thought about how do you reach consumers by segments. Um, and so, I mean, there was a loose thought around Hispanics, right? And just, but that was mainly because of language at the time. And so- It's coming a long way. It's come a long way, right? (laughs) And so, you know, it was the first time thinking about reaching LGBTQ, um, reaching, you know, females in a different way, reaching blacks, reaching, reaching Latinos, but starting to think about reaching Latinos based upon acculturation. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so that, you know, has always been how I've thought about building my career is, you know, where, where, where are there opportunities? Mm-hmm. Um, along the way, though, I did uh, step aside for several years um, with my children and was a stay-at-home mom um, and, and then re-entered the workforce mm. um, after four years, um, which in many ways was probably the most pivotal part of my career. Um, I was very happy at HBO. I probably would may even still be there minus all that they've gone through. But um, just, you know, kind of plugging away at, 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 at moving up, but it really gave me an opportunity to think about what do I want my next move to be when I go back into the workforce. And so I went to work for a digital company, and I, I don't know that I would have done that per se if I had just been kind of plodding along in, in my career the way it was going. Wow, I love that because I feel like that's not normalized of like... And I think we heard this a lot in some advice, which is like normalize rest and reset. And I feel like there's such this like culture sometimes of like push, 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 like your career, like, you know, you can't and just to like hear from you, you know, that you actually took a few years off and spent time with your family. Um, I mean, I'm a new mom, so that resonates, right? It's like you're always constantly feeling guilty, but like feel like you should be working. (laughs) Mom guilt is real. So real. Even just coming here, you know, it's like two days and I'm like, oh, my God. Um, But I love that because and to see you enter back into the workforce when you're ready and Mm -hmm. be in the position you are today. I feel like that's a really powerful statement to make that you can take breaks and it is okay, And and you still have obviously a very, very successful career. So. Thank um, you. I love I, that. I will say that when I re-entered, I, um, I, I probably took a step back, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, both from a title perspective, you know. Well, you also entered a, a new industry. I entered a new yeah. industry. But I, I, but I re-entered knowing that I had to uh, be super intentional and mindful about moving forward in my career, right? And mm-hmm. I was going to put in the extra effort, time, energy, et cetera, because I, I, I did feel like I had a little bit of catching up to do, mm-hmm. um, but that was okay. I mean, it was time well spent mm-hmm. um, and, you know, so no regrets. Yeah. 
Um, our theme is defining moments. So would you say that is the defining moment in your career or is there something else that you can think of that kind of sticks out in your mind? No, that's a defining moment for me. Mm-hmm. Um, it definitely gave me perspective. Uh, it gave me a moment to really think about what was important to me at the time. Mm-hmm. And I, I often tell young women it's, a, it's about timing. So even when I re-entered, I went to work at Interactive One, which was a startup. So there wasn't going to be a lot of travel. Um, there, you know, there were going to be some late nights, but by then technology had advanced, and I could do it at home after they had gone to bed, and, mm-hmm. and so I could think about it through that lens. And you know, the time when you think about timing, based upon where you are in your career and what's important to you. And at that time, for me, it was still important to me that I get home in time for bedtime or that, you know, I didn't miss certain things. And, you know, then as I, as my children got older and and my career continued to progress, I was ready for other types of opportunities. I went on to Comcast in a much bigger role, a CMO role. I had to travel a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, And that then led me to where I am now at WMX, which is an exciting uh, role that I have. I'm, I'm so energized by it. And in many ways, it's a new industry for me as well. I mean, it's the music industry and I've never worked in music. And mm-hmm. so I think about it being at this point in time in my career to, in some ways, you know, reinvent myself if you want to, mm-hmm. you know, think about it through that lens. But for sure, that time that I, you know, left HBO, left an amazing role and career, you know, trajectory or what was what I thought was I was on mm-hmm. to focus on something else was definitely the defining moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and being in, you know, music sales, like these are traditionally very male dominated industries. Um, so talk to us a little bit about any obstacles or hurdles um, that you have overcome or maybe turned that into a positive situation. Well, I mean, I think what I've learned is there are always going to be moments where you feel either not heard or not respected. And what I had to learn was to stop and think about how I wanted to handle it. I think uh, when I was younger, I had more kind of knee-jerk kind of, you know, thoughts about how I should handle things and and it's helped me to kind of define my style if you will I don't know that there has been a single like moment of of something that's happened to me um and yes I've often been the only you know senior level female executive in many many roles Mm -hmm. um and That hasn't been necessarily a negative, though. I think some of my biggest allies and supporters have been um, the men in the organization who have advocated for me, who have supported me, who have taken the time to give me thoughts and advice, sometimes unsolicited, just trying to help me, um, you know, define myself and help me navigate the, you know, what can be crazy political waters. And, and so those, that hasn't been a negative. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's just, it's been a reality, right? Like I always say, it is what it is. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I don't think, I don't have to think about it through a positive or negative lens. Yeah. Everyone has their own experience for sure. Um, and so as we kind of wrap up, um, and pass the mic to the next generation of leaders, what would be your advice to them? 
So I do think one, but well, I have lots of advice. Um, not, 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 I'm not <laughs> short on, on thoughts of uh, on how to on how to do this thing. But you know, a couple of things that in, initially come to mind is don't be afraid. Um, I think sometimes we raise our young girls with fear, you know, fear of, you know, falling and hurting yourself and, you know, all different types of fear. And I have two girls that I've raised, right, the 21 and, and 19. So I think about it through my own personal lens. And I would just say, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to take risks. Don't be afraid to use your voice. Don't be afraid to speak up, whether it be for yourself or if you see something happening for, to someone else. Um, don't be afraid. Uh, that is, you know, being brave as you grow is is probably the most important thing you can do. Mm-hmm. I think the other advice I would say is develop your style. And, you know, a lot of people use the, you know, de- define your personal brand and develop your personal brand, which is in some ways very external, right? That's really about what other people say about you when you mm-hmm. leave the room, right? That's about, you know, what other people think about you. And I think defining your personal style is about what feels right for you, mm-hmm. right? When you go to sleep at night, you should go to sleep at night feeling, I did everything I could that day, um, whether it be to lift another female to help a colleague. Um, and so develop, developing your style um, is really important. Yeah, that's something that we I heard last night on a talk is like, I think there we're entering this new chapter of leadership that is like, leading your way like I feel like there's been all these years of like books of like do this and do this you know and this is how the six steps to being a good leader and I think we're finally in a place that's like no there's all different types of leaders and there's lots of different characteristics of being a good leader and different people have different ones and you just have to lead with authenticity and you know there's different definitions of success as a leader that's right um and so I I'm excited for that because I really do think like you know, different perspectives and different leadership styles will really open up even from a business perspective, you know, like what we can do. So um, I'm excited to see so many different leadership styles Mm -hmm. in play these days. I mean, you know, I definitely started my career in in an era of a lot of yelling and cursing and and not great behavior. We now know Mm -hmm. of of colleagues that I worked with. And I don't necessarily know that I realized at the time how dysfunctional that was, the mm-hmm. environments I was in. So it's really it's really nice to be in environments now where that's not the case and people have figured out how to lead um, with empathy and lead in more supportive ways. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's great. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for your time thank and being you. here today. It was a pleasure. It was wonderful to meet you. Thank you. Thank you, Maria, for sharing your story. It's one thing to pass advice on to the next generation of female leaders. It's another thing to raise them. And as a working mom, I feel it's so important to instill confidence, resilience, and all the lessons we learn in the workplace to our kids so that they can blaze new trails when it's their time. And I've really taken inspiration from Maria's courage to take time off to be with her family. I'm Jocelyn Hudak, and this has been the Pass the Mic Podcast. Stay tuned for our next episode, where we continue to unite women through audio and let their voices shine.